Welcome to Nailed It Radio. Find your simplicity within your complexity with me, life coach, Carrie Nail. Are you a woman experiencing life transitions and who wants to be recognized for your whole potential? Join me and my co-host, Dr. Pat, as we discuss what it means to use your full power to be the best version of yourself. Imagine stepping into the energy of saying yes to yourself as we both have done. This hour is packed with tips and stories on what it means to become whole, to integrate into your true self and reframe your story in any given situation. Stay with us on this journey of self-discovery, powerful solutions, and unpacking the nature of who we are and why. You've already nailed your first step to your best self by tuning into this show. Now here are your hosts. Hey, everybody, we have a great show lined up for all of you. And yes, this is Nailed It Radio. I'm Dr. Pat. I get to do this show with Carrie. Look, let's just start out for a minute. How has COVID stretched your personality type? You know, how has it done that? There's so much more fear and stress than ever before. And the rules of the game keep changing and changing very rapidly. We are all feeling uncomfortable as I shifted my chair, uncomfortable (laughs) in our own skins. According to a recent Oracle article, 86% of Americans report a change in personality. Are you you all following me on this? A change in personality due to the pandemic. This is a survey that was taken, but here's what we want to say about it. That is a lot of people. However, according to personality type assessments, like the Myers-Briggs type indicator, which we've been talking about, our behaviors may have changed, but our innate personality preferences do not change. What changes is our environment. The good news is you can learn coping strategies to reevaluate and readjust your behavior, my behavior to your environment by understanding your preferred energy, information gathering, decision making, and lifestyle. That's what today's show is about. (laughs) Carrie, right? Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you for that introduction. And, and today, we're going to look at those things in, um, uh, how this affects us all in our family dynamics, work dynamics, and of course our mental health. Yeah, I think the the leading question is, and I think this is true for many of us, really so many of us, how can we understand your and others natural energy information gathering decision? How do we understand that information gathering, decision-making, lifestyle preferences? How do we understand what's going on in the dynamic of you and me and me and other people, how do we really get to that? And the most important thing is, it's important to understand this because without that, I don't know, can that help us navigate our day-to-day COVID family dynamics? Absolutely. Yes, thank you. Um, So what I want to do first is just uh, do a brief overview of the Myers-Briggs 
uh, types and preferences that, um, that you referred to. So where we get our energy um, is extroverted and introverted energy. Extrovert types tend to get our energy from outside of ourselves, and we prefer to communicate by talking um, as we're thinking, and, um, and we prefer to take action and be out and about. We're introverts types get their energy from within by reflecting and thinking uh, before they even speak. In fact, they prefer to communicate by writing and listening and, and reading um, and get their, and so they need, they need introverted types, need more downtime to recover their energy so that they can even be around extroverts. And then the other two, uh, the other three types is how we gather information, and that's sensing and intuition. So sensing types gather information in step-by-step details in the moment, practical realities, where intuitive types tend to see things in big picture, future-oriented, can connect patterns very quickly, and are always looking at possibilities. Um, I always say the sensing types, we see the trees before we can even see the top of the forest. In fact, we start at the root level of the ground and can try to reach the treetops and intuitive types start above the, the forest. You know, they're looking up and out um, to the universe and also sensing types. We need to understand things. I'm sensing, we need to understand things through our five senses. We have to touch it, see it, smell it to understand it first before we can even look up and out and, and see how it impacts everybody else. So the third dichotomy is how we make decisions, and that's called thinking and feeling. Thinking types uh, make decisions based on facts and logic, typically taking the person out, uh, the people out of the situation to make a decision versus, and, and you can say they start with their head. And feeling types tend to start with their heart because they tend to put themselves and others into the decision-making process. It's very people-oriented and very values-based. How does my decisions affect other people? And then uh, the last dichotomy is how we adapt and live our our life. And that's, that's called judging and perceiving. And what that means is judging types tend to be very organized, planful, wants to make a decision and move on, uh, tends to follow the rules. And perceiving types are more open-ended, flexible, adaptable, spontaneous, boundaryless. And they want to wait till the last minute to make a decision. They get energized by last minute decisions because they're still looking all the, the possibilities before they before they make a decision. So um, in just knowing those, we you and just as a reminder too, we use all the dichotomies. We just have a preference. We or we start with one or the other. It's kind of like left hand, right hand. Uh, my preference to write is with my right hand because it feels natural. I don't even have to think about it. It's like autopilot. I can use my left hand to write. However, it's not going to be as pretty. I have to think about it and um, it just takes more time and energy to think about. So that's what preferences are about. It's not like we are either one or the other. We start with one and it takes a little more effort to go to the other dichotomy. Um, And always remember there's no right or wrong type. Um, We want to appreciate and be patient with all styles. Um, And so how about if we start with the um, extroverted and introverted sure. energy within a family dynamic? Yeah, sure. 
Um, and, you know, really, it's really important to really take a look at these to understand them. And thank you for that beautiful, you know, introduction and overview, uh, because we know that at least you and I know, and I think many other people know that there is some misunderstandings about things. And today's show really not only is just going to crystallize this, but you're going to put it in the context mm -hmm. of a COVID-19 family. And mm -hmm. that may be different for people to understand than the like 20 months ago family, right? right? Right. Right. I mean, isn't that, you know, one of the really underpinnings of today's show is to say, you're here you are. There you were 18, 20 months ago. Here you are today. And everything was separate. You had your home environment, you had oh. your school environment, and your work environment. And now all three of them have been together for a long time. And now we're going into hybrid situations, you know, for, for school and work. So, yeah, like you really need, I, I just appreciate knowing the, all these things about my family. So because introverted types get their energy from within themselves, they need a quiet space to think and reflect, and may be reluctant to get back out there and going to school or work. Um, while extroverts want to be talkative and, and be active out and about. So some solutions we can look at is just knowing when a child, parent, or spouse um, needs their quiet space and quiet time um, at home, you know, at home, and then, or if they need to go out and exercise, it's helpful to know. And even with introverts, just creating that, that oasis, um, perhaps taking a bath and locking the door and turning on your music and even setting a timer for the extroverts in your family to go, okay, this is my time right now. When this timer, you know, this timer goes off, then, then let's communicate. But I just really need this time right now. Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask you a question about this? Because I think this is important. Mm -hmm. um, we have ramped up the busyness in our lives too, mm -hmm. right? Um, and I know you're going to cover this today. And I think it's so very important. You know, I think all of us are really looking at how much bandwidth we have, right? Yeah. And, you know, there's like an accumulation sometimes. Like my day started at six. It ended about six and you know what my type is. Mm. Uh, and I, I found that I didn't have any more gas in the tank mm -hmm. and it was an odd feeling for me because I haven't been that way in a really long time. So, you know, what you're talking about today is so important because I think people carry are finding themselves in situations that they've never been before, right? Isn't that really, really the one of the core messages today? Yeah, and, and there's so many things we can do to help us just stop and breathe and um, and just take our time to, like I said, reevaluate what's happening. And um, so, you know, when we think, when we think about our mental health, and all this applies to all the types, um, you know, being uh, appreciating and being patient with all the styles, appreciate what you've been able to do so far and keep doing it. And just remember small accomplishments uh, make us feel really good. Know what our triggers are. 
and what our soothers are so we can respond versus react um, and, and reframing our thoughts from negative to positive thoughts and finally finding gratitude in what is going well in our lives. We have a roof over, if we have a roof over our head, if we have food on the table, if we have toilet paper, <laughs> you know, so just remembering all those things as we go through each of these dichotomies. Mm-hmm. You know, part of what we're going to do today, we're going to take a short break, Carrie. Part of what we're going to do today is what you're really zooming in on is a primary focus on a really core and important issue in life. You know, Maslow's diagram was so critically important back, I don't know how many years ago, a long time ago. But in the world we live in today and what you're bringing forward is a multidimensional aspect of who we are. And if we just could understand a bit about each other, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, then perhaps at the end of a really super crazy, busy, long day for an introvert, you might not ask them if they want to go out to dinner. Right. Right. (laughs) Let them, you know, I did a family type table of my own family and there's more introverts than there are extroverts. And so just remembering Mm. um, that, a lot of people in your household aren't going to be up for your energy and talkative style. So the two extroverts in my family, we need to get together and either talk to each other or go outside of our family, you know, <laughs> with friends or, or, or someone we trust to talk to um, oh, so that goodness. all these introverts can have their downtime when That's they come it. from school and work. Well, when we come back, that is exactly what we're going to talk about. How can we understand our and others' natural energy information gathering. How do we understand that? How do we understand someone's decision-making? This is a big one, decision-making really for me. And then lifestyle preferences, right? You know, Mm -hmm. I may, my downtime may be, I'm going to watch the new movie Reminiscence because that's my way of whatever Carrie's going to say when we come back. Um, And it might not be your way. On the other hand, you may want to sit down, do Sudoku. When we come back, how do we understand it? And then throughout the show, what can we do? Carrie Nail, Nail It Radio. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. How do you feel? Just okay? Well, how about you tune in and get ready to be more with The Healing Hour with me, Doc Martin, every third Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I'm ready for your questions, and I can't wait to help you find the answers. Every month, we'll have a new live call-in show with innovative topics and a powerful hour of healing. To learn more about me, visit DrSharonMartin.com. See you there. I'm going to be here. You won't want to miss it. Join a global community connecting our hearts with extraterrestrials who only understand unconditional love and inner peace. The Extraterrestrial Trust Revolution, ETR, provides expertise in raising an individual's energy level through a 13-month course and eight energy portal journeys. Find out more about this 13-month course as well as an entire resource for you to learn about ETR at connectwithets.com. Are you ready to invest in your best self? Join Sabrina Wright as she shares tools for creating joy and balance in your life every single day. Sabrina is here to help you become your greatest advocate and empower you to make decisions that will help you live your best life. The Live the Good Life Show, connecting your physical and spiritual self every second Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Find Sabrina at the right, W-R-I-G-H-T, balance.com. 
We remember a time when you could simply form a thought and it would manifest. The harmony was forgotten, but it is returning now. The power of inspiration and awakening radio with Juliet Griffin on TransformationTalkRadio.com each second and fourth Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific will take you on adventures through the heart and spirit exploring who we once were. This intuitive healer studied under the guidance of wolves, learning from their wisdom to master a higher frequency for a new state of mind. Visit OneTrueSelf.com. Join Jennifer Noel Taylor on the hit show, Quantum Touch Radio, supercharging your life on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You'll take a quantum journey as well as reveal powerful yet simple steps to create more abundance, better health, emotional and mental vibrancy and happier relationships using universal quantum touch principles. For more information, visit QuantumTouch.com. Hey everybody, welcome back. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Uh, I'm shifting in place at the moment as <laughs> Carrie indicated before. Um, you know, we're going to really cover this. How can, how can understanding our and others natural energy, information gathering, decision making, lifestyle preferences, how is that going to help us navigate our day-to-day COVID hybrid working dynamics. Before we get to that, uh, Carrie, can you take a minute, please, and just let everybody know, how do I find out more about Carrie Nail? Thank you. Um, you can reach me at uh, Carrie at CarrieNail.com, or you can visit my website, which is CarrieNail.com. That's K-E-R-I-N-A-I-L.com. And this is a body of work that you do. I mean, this is really, you do this for individuals, you help couples understand the dynamics, Teams. you work with organizations. I mean, you cover it all. Yeah. And parenting, we, our last show is on parenting and, and understanding our children's types. So yeah. yeah. Uh, important today more than ever. And we've on previous show talked about the dynamics and what's happening based on the environment. That is not going to change. I do not believe now, based on what I know today, I do mm-hmm. not think that that's going to change. I think what you're talking about today is needed now even more than before. So tell us about this. How do we navigate working dynamics? Yeah. Well, so, you know, if we are working from home as extroverts, um, we're going to be on a lot of Zoom. Well, no matter if we're introvert or extrovert, we're going to be on on a lot of Zoom meetings. And just remember that, uh, especially for introverts, um, just because we're on Zoom meetings all day doesn't mean uh, to start meetings during that commute time that they use that we all used to have because introverts actually used that time for downtime to recover their energy, whether in the car or on the train. And so just being so thoughtful with our zoom meetings, what we're trying to accomplish in those meetings. Um, For example, extroverts love to collaborate by talking and may feel isolated um, working from home. So most introverts like working from home. They're not used to uh, their, because they're, you know, their energy isn't constantly being used up physically at the workplace. Um, And if you think about during Zoom meetings, extroverted feeling types may have a harder time uh, wanting to meet on Zoom because they're not getting the, the uh, warmth and physical dynamics versus extroverted 
uh, thinking types, they probably prefer to communicate via or have meetings during Zoom because it takes the subjectivity out of the meeting and, and it's, it's all about facts. The other thing to think about um, is always prepare for brainstorming or decision-making meetings. Get that information oh. out ahead of time to everybody, but especially introverts, because they, if, if you expect them to express themselves in a meeting, they need to absorb the information first by reading and thinking and just preparing to speak. So just little things like getting information out to everybody and making it clear the expectations of what the meeting what the meeting is about. And don't do a blanket um, uh, CC on everybody just because we're not in the office and don't naturally, you know, just run into them and go, oh, hey, I just wanted to give you a quick update on that meeting. All of a sudden, like everybody's included on the meeting, whether they need to be or not. So just really be thoughtful about how the meetings are structured and who needs to be there. Oh, um, boy. Can I <laughs> pause for a minute on yeah. that? That right there is a go what I call a golden nugget of transformation. <laughs> and I want to make sure everybody hears this because I was listening to, you, you know, a couple of the other shows we did and I had to change my approach with my team. Now, there are days where I have to walk into production room. There are four producers in there, right? Three of them now and their heads are down and they're rolling. And I have what I think is a big announcement and it is, it is at times their worst nightmare, right? Because they're so focused. So what I've been able to say is, look, I just need five minutes of your time just to tell you about the Washington state mandate. Mm -hmm. So please, Jamie, do you mind stopping? Malia, Jacob. I don't know another way to do that. So we have to understand the importance of the message if we're going to barge in on people, right? Yes. Because I could be that other person you talked about where I'm like, hey, everybody, I got to tell you this. And then it's just not going to be heard. Right. So this dynamic is important, Carrie, whether we're Zooming or not. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it really, it really should be in place anyway before COVID, during COVID, after COVID, just having productive meetings, period. So, yeah. And then, and then when we look at how we take in information, um, intuitive types are big picture. So they're going to want to use, um, they're going to want to use the agenda for a starting point on the conversation where sensing detailed types are going to want to use the agenda and go on, go through it step by step by step. So, just being, you know, sensing types, what sensing types can do is actually gather their detailed thoughts and group them into threes, like three headlines. And intuitive types can take all their big ideas and group them, you know, de determine what the focus is and group their big ideas into three groups. So that way, sensing types have some low-hanging fruit to grab onto, onto tangible ideas. And with intuitive types, as sensing types aren't overwhelming them with details. Yeah. Um, and then what else? Then we have thinking and feeling, uh, decision-making in meetings. So thinking types tend to prefer to look with 
look at goals and objectives, seeing involvement with tasks first, and feeling types prefer to start with being personal and in agreement. They want everybody to be in harmony first and making sure everyone is heard. Um, and so that, uh, so that people are considered when determining the tasks that are agreed to. Um, so thinking types, what they can do is create space and patience for empathy for this feeling types. And feeling types can create space and patience for logic and critique by not taking things personally, which may require us to take lots of deep breaths to go, okay, this is, this isn't about me. <laughs> this is, you know, I need to look at this logically. So, um, so yeah, so that's the thinking and feeling type in, in any kind of meeting. Um, and then we look at how we are boundaries or are we boundaryless? that's judging and perceiving. So, um, in meetings, judging types want to focus on purpose and direction and make decisions and move on to the next task. Check, 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 check. While perceiving types, they want to keep the process open and flexible. Um, they use rules and regulations as guidelines <laughs> that can always be modified down to the last minute. Um, and so solutions can be perceiving types can avoid sharing too many open-ended options um, and focus on what's most important. And since perceiving types get energized by last minute um, pressures, judging types can ask for the information they need ahead of time, maybe a day or two before their own deadlines, which keeps everybody less stressed. Um, can, I, can I ask you an example of this? Yeah. Okay. You're, you nailed it. You nailed it. And I think everybody listening can think about their work environment and literally name people, like name people, like, oh my gosh, on our production meeting, Linda has a list. She goes, and when it's Linda's turn, Linda picks up that list and she goes, how are we doing with this? How are we doing with Carrie? Are we ready for the show? Do you have, I mean, honestly, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The thing that I hear you say, and let me ask you if this is correct, a highly effective team has a number of people. For example, one of the things I didn't talk to our producers about is when they send links out for the shows, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a personality type that's so focused, does a great job and says, here are your links for today. But they've listened to the show. They know it's a great show. So what you start to see our producers do is hey, this was a great show today, Carrie, here are your links. But somebody that is, I don't know the, the type, somebody that is like, I got this done, it's awesome, here are your links for the uh -huh. show, right? Yeah. These are person different personality types. And we're dealing with 100 different hosts, right? Mm -hmm. And some hosts are like, do you like the show or not, right? Right, Can give me the big picture. <laughs> and other people are like, great, she sent me my links. These are, these are waters we have to navigate, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it makes me think of uh, an example in, in my own work environment when I used to work for um, a workshop organization. The whole um, culture, it was a startup company. So the whole culture was last minute. It's this, they were flying by the seat of their pants. And here I come in, Miss J, like, okay, give me this, you know, 
give me all the agenda, what's going on, when and where, and what, you know, where I'm supposed to be, when and where. And uh, sometimes, you know, it'd be like, okay, here, do this presentation today. And by the way, this person's going to be your partner. I'm like, well, wait a minute. I haven't even had time to read and think and, and prepare. Like I have to verbally uh, practice and know the style of my partner, you know? So for me doing that on the, you know, seat of my pants, it, it, I prefer that stresses me out. So I started to learn to go, Hey, like, let's, can I please get the workshop done two days before the workshops due to go live? <laughs> and so just, you know, just knowing those things, what to ask, knowing that last minute people are going to wait till the last minute, which is means two seconds before the workshop starts or the yeah. show starts. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we have an outline for today's show because it's really important to follow the outline so that people get the information. You know, there's it's perfect for a show like this because you've got to be on target to really walk people through a lot of detail and explain things. And so that's why today's show for people listening, we're giving you really cool information and very good examples. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and as I'm listening, I can pinpoint every action or behavior I've had with my team, right? Mm -hmm. But isn't understanding this today, Carrie, isn't this more important now? My sense is more important now for us that are leaders and participants, not just to understand it, but to do it. And, and you know, in theory work with organizations, there's a thing called spillover. Okay. And spillover is when I'm working and I'm me here and now I'm going home mm -hmm. or now I am home, but it's like home time. Right. Right. Because right. you're going to talk about that today as well. Right. But let's finish going through the organizational dynamics because people are looking and listening to this and they're saying, oh, my gosh, that's me, but I don't know what to do. Well, right. And, and you hit, you hit the nails on the nail on the head when you talked about working from home and boundaries, especially if you're a boundaryless person, that's, that's what you're talking about. The spillover It's like, how do you know when to stop working and go to family time? If, if you're not time oriented, if that's not a natural preference for you. And, and so it's just, it's important, um, either ask someone like me to help you, you know, go, Hey, Dr. Pat, it's time to shut off the computer. It's time to, you know, be with the family now, or you set your own timer, you know, perceiving types can set their own timers and alarms, you know, to do that. So it's just, it, it's, everything's just so blurry right now. So anytime we can keep any boundaries in place, whether we're perceiving or judging, like just making the bed or personal hygiene or exercising, um, even just small accomplishments make us feel good. And so just keeping routines in place that whether you're, like I said, perceiving or, or judging, do those. In, in perceiving types, it may just be one routine right? <laughs> yeah. So. But what you're saying is important because uh, if we can really talk about this for a minute, what you're saying is important because if we don't do this and are not aware of this, 
those things that are super important to us will fall off the radar. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Fall off the radar. Um, and what you're trying to say to folks today is there are tools, there are things we can do, because if we're not really understanding this, can you give me a sense from your perspective and what you see and who you're working with, what the heck happens to the family? Mm -hmm. Well, right? yeah. And, and when we look at both family, the family, I, you know, I create type tables, you know, I'll create one for the family. I'll create one for work. And then if you look at both of those, then it's like, okay, am I, are, are my natural preferences being met at home and or at work? Okay. If they are at one, then we know when we're at the other, that we're going to have to expend a little more energy. However, what if your natural preferences aren't being met at either place? You know, so what do you have to do to yourself? What has been working before? Keep doing that. And, um, and again, just having the awareness of, of yourself and others. It yeah. helps us not get it on each other's nerves. <laughs> yeah. And I want to, I want to drive this point home. A lot of times we can't see it. That's the work you do. Mm -hmm. And when you're working with people in the family, I want to make sure everybody hears this. What Carrie does is she'll create almost like, you know, a family dimension, a, a chart, a cultural chart based on personalities. There's a really a look at this to see what it is. And then folks, right, can understand, wait a minute, I'm this. Oh, wait, oh, wait a minute. You're really this. So when I come barging in on you, in mm -hmm. the middle of your Sudoku game, oh, yeah. you don't raise your head up. I'm not going to take that personally because basically you don't even see me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's correct or not. But well, no. Yeah, we should be we should be thoughtful about right. that, and that's why the the family dynamic chart mm. um, can tell us. Like I said earlier, my family's mostly introverts, so I'm I need to be careful and thoughtful about um, barging in and yeah. expending all my energy at them and asking, Hey, I, I need to talk to you about something. When's a good time for you? Yeah. And I know introverts can sometimes have a hard time asking for what they need, but just something simple, like, Hey, I just really need this time alone, you know? And, and if mm. you can't keep people from you, then go in and lock the bathroom door. <laughs> and I love the chart you put together. I, I want to make sure everybody knows, and Jamie's got this, there's a chart that you put together and it's called the team culture. Mm -hmm. I, 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 did I get that right? Yeah. But I looked at this chart and, you know, I was surprised to see myself on, on there because you know what I am. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and I'm, so I'm looking at that and I'm thinking in the context of this, you know, if I, I, if I really look at this, and I think Linda is an INS, ISTJ, I think she is. Uh, I'm not sure what Jessica is, but wouldn't it be interesting to have the whole team done? Yes. To really look at the team, you know, my team. And I'm going to ask my team if they want to do that with you, right? Yeah. Um, we it, but well, let's talk about this because we're going to take a short break in a minute. But as we're going through this in the workplace, what are you seeing? If we don't really understand that, what is the impact? Does it affect us individually? Does it affect us mentally? What, what, what are you seeing? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, now that we've looked at the dynamics of work, did we cover everybody, Carrie? Did we, we, we cover every type? I think we did. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did in the workplace. Okay. Yeah, for sure. So now here's the question. Lines are blurred. Mm-hmm. Boundaries when 20 months ago, didn't have a lot of issues around boundaries. You even knew what time you were taking lunch. You knew what time meetings were, where you had to show up. Your clients were lined up. You meet and face to face. Maybe, mm. maybe not. You got up, you got dressed, you got in your car, you drove to the office. Mm. In fact, but now, how do these lines now get blurred? What is it we want to talk about in understanding these personality types? And is there a COVID, day-to-day COVID physical and mental health impact? We're going to take a very short break when we come back. Carrie's going to walk us through this. Why? Because the statistics and numbers are coming out. They're getting real. And Carrie Nail can help. We'll take a short break. We'll be right back. Have you ever felt like if you just had the right tools and resources, you'd be able to carve a path toward the life your heart is aching for? Guess what? You have everything you need inside you. I'm Natasha Ornedo, and I'm here to show you that your healing is in your hands. Tune into my show, Unlock the Healing Path, every second and fourth Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. To learn more about me and my work, visit NatashaOrnedo.com. Healing has a ripple effect. One person's healing affects everyone around them. This is where the power of sharing our stories can be so important. Tune in to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Megan provides you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. Enact the power of radical change. To find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca. You're driven, and it totally shows. Your career is taking off. You're killing it in the mom game. But did your health needs make it on the plate this week? Tune in to the Boss Up Babe radio show, where Carissa Adkins helps babes show up, boss up, and thrive. Every second and fourth Tuesday at 12.30 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Become the boss babe you were meant to be. To sign up for one of Carissa's group coaching programs, visit 365dailyhustle.com. Parenting isn't about perfection. I think we all know that. Parenting is about being present and honest, having compassion for your child and for yourself, communicating consciously and loving unconditionally. Tune in to The Awakened Parent Project with Susan Dolce every first and third Tuesday at noon Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to be an empowered parent through the techniques of the conscious parenting community. To learn more about Susan, visit SusanDolce.com. Imagine you are a ball of steel, smooth, small, and cool to the touch. Your life will soften you with fire. You will take hits that shape you. You will be forged into a powerful, purposeful work of art. Tune in to Forging a Life with Coach Christine Clark. Joining Dr. Pat Basile in a three-part series, Truths in the Creation of Katana, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Christine Clark 
a gifted, engaging speaker and trainer who has forged her life in the fires of self-employment will take you on a journey to exploring the internal, mental, and emotional blocks that stand between us and a life of significance through an analogy of the process of crafting a traditional Japanese sword or katana. For more information about Christine, visit sunglowtransformation.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Look at this is Carrie Nail, Nailed It Radio. I get to do this show. It's fantastic. This is really now entering into a new realm. You know, we have a new paradigm here, you know, and, and Carrie, the reason I'm saying it is because where we were 20 months ago is a blur. But then things shifted about two months ago and people started to change. But now we're shifting again. And this is really the conversation I'd like to you to add to, but we need to know how to contact you. If I'm an individual, I want to contact you and understand myself in the context. If I'm an organization, I want you to come in and work with my people or Zoom them, whatever you do. How do we do that? You can contact me uh, via my email, Carrie at CarrieNail.com or my website, which is CarrieNail.com, K-E-R-I-N-A-I-L. Dot com and please mm. send me a message and I'll reply right back to you. Yeah. Carrie, what we're going to talk about now is really what I call the punchline. It is the part of the movie that you wait for because now we're talking about COVID physical and mental health, how to understand our natural ability, information gathering, decision-making and lifestyle preferences. Mm-hmm. But this right here, I'm not going to get into the statistics in this show because what you have to say is more important. So, yeah, thank you, Dr. Pat. Um, So, you know, um, all this accumulates, right? Again, our our family and work dynamics, school dynamics, everything, it it all impacts our physical and mental health, especially our mental health. So what can each of our types do? So with extroverted and introverted um, energy, Um, so again yeah I know I gotta tell you I'm speechless too yeah (laughs) and let me tell you why um this right here the impact of this can really be looked at through the lens of personality types I'm not kidding about yesterday and really you you're welcome to really pick up on it I had a 6 a.m call I nonstop through the day meeting after meeting conversation Mm -hmm. after conversation it is the first time that i've had a day like that since i worked for bob davis in in the bell system and Mm -hmm. i was asked to take the phone books to break up the phone company literally two of us take the phone book figure out how to break up the phone company i thought that was a joke 36 hours straight and i said to linda yesterday i'm sitting on the couch i said i can't i can't describe what I feel, but I can't give you an answer about what I want for dinner either. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when we think about even, um, you know, it's, it's, it's hard enough to look at this from home, but work, our work dynamics, this is a great opportunity to readjust and to go, Hey, everybody, what do you need? Introverts, do you need more time at home? Extroverts, do you need more social interaction? How can we do both? 
How can we work that hybrid well for each of them? Then the information gathering, um, oh, especially the pandemic has thrown off sensing types who are very detailed and in the moment. We like our step-by-step. And the pandemic's thrown that all off. It's, it's, you know, it puts everything in flux for sensing types. They don't know what they're supposed to do anymore. They, they thought things were supposed to be this way. And, and it's just, it's just really overwhelmed them. And then intuitive types who are naturally looking out to the future, maybe struggling with seeing a positive future and maybe getting overwhelmed with, you know, all the news programs and talking about, you know, Things change left and right so rapidly. So um, intuitive types can actually help sensing types look beyond the moment mm. and help them reframe from negative to positive. Yeah, and and sensing types, we need we need that. We need um, we need to be patient with our intuitive types. My husband's intuitive. The rest of us are sensing, and he's always trying to to make things you know, help us see things out of the moment in a more positive way. And, you know, it, sometimes I, I'm like, no, I just want to can't deal with it. what's in the moment. And, but I've grown to love that about him is, is his big picture and way of looking at things positively. Um, then, oh my gosh, then we look at thinking and feeling, and that's where we're, you know, especially with the mask mandates, vaccinations, uh, do we vaccinate? Do we not? Uh, you know, um, do we mandate things? My sister-in-law was just telling me a story. Um, she's going through, she sat in a, on a school board meeting on, on determining to have a mask mandate or not. And she's also getting ready to have a wedding for her daughter. And so all those things, you were talking about it too, you yeah. know, with, with work and and it's, we have to take into consideration both the logical data, which keeps, and that can drive thinking types crazy because it keeps changing yeah. and feeling types, they have their own stories, right? One of uh, the decision to create a mask mandate in this one school was some people were saying, but my daughter has asthma and masks. It, it's really hard for her to breathe. Yep. And another mom is saying, I have four immunocompromised children. Right. So your problem impacts my problem. And, and so, but they all listened to each other. Um, the, the superintendent there must have facilitated a great, it was a two and a half hour meeting, just listening to everybody's point of view so taking in the facts and taking in the impact on each person because they're that you know who says one person's value is right or wrong right and data you know thinking types want to be systematic want to be principled all across the board you have to take both of those into consideration and when you have somebody that can do that that can facilitate those conversations kudos kudos yeah. yeah, I love what we're talking about because we went through sort of today in the show, you know, we started by talking about an introduction of what these personality types are. Uh, and, you know, you've said this more times than not, and I so appreciate it. You know, this is not about judging a type. This is not one type is better than the other. Mm -hmm. This is about understanding the impact, understanding how we make decisions, you know. 
Um, you know what my type is. You put it on the chart. People can see it in the Facebook show. Jamie's got the chart she's got there. Um, and so the question mark really does become, you know, what am I learning about myself? Mm -hmm. And I think through your shows and speaking with you, I learned the value of understanding this uh, because I see myself, um, you know, and I shared this with you. I had an opportunity to launch our technology four weeks ago, and I didn't. And it didn't make sense. But I there was something about it that I knew we had to explore further. And so disappointed, you know, a couple of people let all you know, we're making changes. And then I went into the process of investigating. So it wasn't that I was just intuitive and said, Oh, I then took it and said, we need to test this further. Mm -hmm. The good news is that was the right decision. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. But explaining that to people, isn't that what you help with? Because that's not easy. Right. Yeah. And that's, you talked about it being it, your ideas, right? Being able to say them to the rest of your staff in a practical way, you, not just saying, I can see it, I can feel it, um, <laughs> I intuit it. It's like, you know what? I, I've had enough, perhaps had enough technology experience to, to realize I need to take this, we need to take this a step further. And I'd really appreciate you guys helping me do that. Yeah. That's yeah. not so hard, is it? It isn't. And because I learned a bit from you, that's pretty much what I said and mm -hmm. asked for help. But, you know, as we're looking at this and we're looking at different types, right? Mm -hmm. Let's talk about now our new understanding and our own preferences. How does it help us cope? Because as we're going through here and we're looking at judging, perceiving, we're looking at this in the context of mental health and physical health. You know, if we don't really understand this, the pent up anxiety mm -hmm. doesn't really go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why, especially in communicating and, and I'm, to me, it seems like communication is a lot of the starting point too, and understanding our preferences to having better relationships with each other and deal with any kind of situation. And so, um, and we can also use our knowledge about ourselves to value ourselves and each other. Um, there's no right or wrong way to be. Um, we want to use type to understand each other, not use it as an excuse. We want to use it to accept each other, accept our differences and our natural ways of being instead of expecting everybody else to be just like us because we're not. And um, and just remember, there's no right or wrong type. Yeah. Carrie, look, this has been for us today. And those of you listening, of course, if you're watching on Facebook, you're getting some great imagery that's coming through to help understand it. But we started today talking about how has COVID stretched your personality? And as we looked at this, and we've gone through this, we've looked at you know, what, what is and what are in personality types? Can you identify? And you may not know. So if you really want to know, give Carrie a call, right? 
And then even when you find out that's kind of may not be enough, you may come up and come with interpretations of yourself. Mm. I know my first time, Carrie, I did that and I didn't feel really good. Mm -hmm. So isn't this also the way now that you're working with people, working with families, working with families, parenting, you have a whole platform on parenting. How do people find out about all of that? Yeah. So yeah, my life coaching business, I provide solutions to challenging situations by helping my clients understand who they are at their core using the Myers-Briggs personality assessment, which, which tells us who, you know, where we naturally get our energy, take in information, make decisions, and how we live our life, how, what our preferences are, and understand that about each other. And then we can communicate and have better relationships. You can contact me via my email, which is carrie at carrienail.com, and my website, which is carrienail.com. That's K-E-R-I-N-A-I-L.com. Thank you so much, Dr. Pat, for- yes for letting me be on your show and be able to share all this. I, it's just so important. This is, it's so important to me. And I just feel like everybody in the world should know what I know. Yeah. And you know what, how, what it does is it also does this. And I want to, you know, say this um, in closing, what it does is it helps us understand and accept, you know, accept ourselves, accept each other, mm -hmm. right? Accept who we are and how we can go and who we can become. Because when we understand this dynamic, and, and I have to tell you, I can't thank you enough for helping me understand it. I certainly do less of barging in a room and making an announcement. You know, we're doing things a little bit differently, but we live in a seriously dynamic environment. You know that, right? <laughs> um, and yet at the same time, this understanding can relieve stress, help mm -hmm. us navigate even the most stormy waters, mm -hmm. learn a little bit more about communicating, and in the end, give us a state of peace. Mm -hmm. Because that's what's at stake, isn't it? Yeah, and we need to take time. We need to give, all of us need to give ourselves time to breathe and be patient with ourselves and with each other. And it doesn't take much to do that. Just two minutes, three times a day as you're drinking your coffee or taking a walk. It's not that hard. Wow. Carrie, one more time. How do we find out about you? How do we work with you? And thank you for everything that you're doing. You're welcome. I can be reached at my email, Carrie at CarrieNail.com or my website, CarrieNail.com. And that's K-E-R-I-N-A-I-L.com. And I so look forward to hearing from any and everybody that would like to learn more about this important topic. You've nailed it. Thank you for listening to Nailed It Radio. Find your simplicity within your complexity with me, life coach, Carrie Nail, and my co-host, Dr. Pat, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I'm at my best when I'm helping others be their best. Tune in next time for more tips and stories on what it means to become whole and integrate into your true self. To subscribe to this show and get more information about how I can help you be your best, visit CarrieNail.com.